0: Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it is your buddy Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle, Christmas Eve 2019, final Christmas podcast, and final, or final free Christmas podcast, I should say, of 2019. We do have something cooking for later in the week. For all you reality TV fans out there, Dara Richie O'Brien will come back with Chief Finance Officer Cindy Harrington. And we're going to talk about how to fix Southern Charm, which is now on hiatus because, frankly, it's a snooze fest. Anyway, Filibuster Freestyle, a little something fun today. I alluded to it on our twenty-nine, two 2009 excuse me, um, top Billboard chart podcast earlier this week. Anyway, by the way, still recovering from my vocal surgery, so just, again, the loquaciousness that maybe you've come to respect uh, not respect, but expect. Hopefully you respect it as well. That was a really good example right there of it. It's just not there yet. Um, voice is getting stronger. I'm only allowed to talk about 20 minutes per hour still. And after I do it, I've got to rest it for like 30 minutes afterwards before using it again. So squeezing in a quick intro here, this pod is going to be me editing three or four little vignettes recorded in Nashville. Uh, when I was there recently for a filibuster freestyle field trip, uh, our correspondent, Big Larry, Big Larry Ciardi, he, is, um, he tried to do a little bit of interviewing, did a pretty good job. Uh, I'm going to try to take the highlights of those conversations and string them together for a little Nashville podcast. Um, I have no idea how it's going to come out, so I'm going to hit you with a little bit of stuff right now. Just, you know, to uh, give you a little entertainment here prior to Christmas, especially if you're driving somewhere or flying somewhere, or certainly, you know, on the 26th, 27th, 28th when you're in the car, either heading back home from wherever you were, heading back home on a flight or a train, or returning gifts, uh, you get a little Frollo Freestyle in your your podcast feed. Speaking of that, uh, a couple things, but places listening, France still killing it. Uh, by a mile or a kilometer, actually, over the U.S., who is the clear number two. Other countries listening in the last seven days, the U.K., Canada, Kenya, the Seychelles, Australia, United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Germany, the Philippines, Tanzania, the Ukraine, the Maldives, a lot of good vacation spots, Pakistan, the Marshall Islands, Indonesia, South Korea, Spain, the Netherlands, Brazil, Latvia, Mexico, Bermuda, Guatemala, Sweden, and New Zealand. So we are all over the globe as usual. We thank you for listening. A couple interesting things here. Of the places I just noted, I just listed, I noticed as I was speaking them, several of them start with the. So for instance, we have the Seychelles, uh, the United Arab Emirates, the Philippines, the Ukraine, and the Netherlands, all checking in. So Hashtag the countries in the house. Top cities, Paris, that I mentioned, driving it. Uh, a n- new number two, Morristown, New Jersey. Welcome to the party, pal. And then another new place, Bernalillo, or I'm guessing Bernalillo, Leo, New Mexico. Followed by Atlanta, Miami, Nairobi, Kenya, and Portland, kind of rounding up the top seven or eight. So again, shout out to the folks who came to Nashville. Big Larry, Dan O'Brien from Winewall and Dragons fame. Doug Brown, Andrew Brown, and then the Naviator, the Aviator, and the Mike aviator They know who they are. A couple really, really quick random observations before I hit the theme song and then hit the Nashville podcast. We're ending the decade. 2019 will give way to 2020 and the 20s. A couple things about that. First of all, this decade, 2010 to 2019, in my opinion, went by faster than any decade before it. From a, from like a how it felt standpoint, 2010 feels like yesterday. Um, but people used to talk about or used to refer to the 19 teens, so like 1910 to 1919, as the teens. But like we haven't called the 2010s that. In fact, we've called them the 2010s, even though starting in 2013, they've been the teens. Which is totally fine, but like it's just funny how the last seven years have been the teens of the twenty-first century and we still call them two thousand tens. But back in like nineteen hundred or the nineteen hundreds, we would refer to them as the teens. I guess because none of us lived through them. Anyway, I also remember that when I was a kid, you know, my grandmother was born in the twenties. Um, my other grandparents were not alive when I was born, so I did not have the benefit of hearing from a lot of older people. But you know, we heard a lot about the twenties through the 70s, and obviously I lived through the 80s and 90s, and then came the aughts, obviously, which we now call the 2000s, because just like in the 1900s, they called them the aughts. We never picked that up. We just called them 2000, 2009, the 2000s, even though the, the next 100 years are the 2000s, and we called the teens the 2010s. Just, just saying we did it a little different in the 21st century than they did it in the 20th century. One cool thing from our Nashville trip, Tyler Sagan, hockey star, now on the Dallas Stars, played for the Bruins when they won the Cup, I believe, in 2011. We saw him and two of his teammates suited up, ready for their game against the Nashville Predators last Saturday. Looking good, custom suits, all wearing ski hats, one, I think, to be incognito, and two, because it was a little chilly in Nashville, but not too chilly. Plus, I'm guessing at least two-thirds of those guys were Canadians so they can handle the Nashville winter they're hockey players. They're tough, but they also were ride, were, were about to ride on those like those rental scooters, like Bird scooters or Lime scooters, or you know whatever. And uh, we kept kind of looking at them because we were trying to decide to go over it to them or not. But um, of the three guys coming by us on their fancy suits and Bird scooters, one of them just literally said, "We're not Mormons," and I don't know what that meant. Maybe he meant like because Mormons sometimes will will go and and they do mission work. And even in the U.S., they'll go and try to, you know, knock on your door and talk to you about the Church of the Latter-day Saints, which is fine. So I think he was just basically saying, hey, we're three dudes in suits rolling around Nashville, but we're not – we don't happen to be Mormons. We happen to be hockey players. It was just a random thing that the only interaction we had with them was one of the guys saying that they don't happen to be Mormons. Again, totally cool if they were. Totally cool if the hockey players, you know – All totally cool. Just a wild confluence of events. Okay, reminder. We are now available on the French podcast service, Deezer. I bring it up because um, ever since we started listing on Deezer about three weeks ago, we've had a ton of listens in general and a ton of listens in Paris and a ton of listens in France. So subscribe on Deezer. If you're using Deezer, tell your friends about it. Filibuster Freestyle on that. Also, Spotify. Subscribe on Spotify. We are now there as of the last couple weeks as well. In addition to being on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Music Play for you Droid users out there. And again, no disrespect to, to Droid users. There's plenty of you out there. Also follow us on Instagram at Filibuster Freestyle and on Twitter at Filibuster Freestyle. Okay, here comes the theme song. On the flip side, an edited version of four or so sessions of Big Larry Ricciardi recording live from Nashville with the group the filibuster freestyle field trip. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster, freestyle, filibuster
1: freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. I'm trying to do it. It's time for the filibuster. Filibuster
2: freestyle.
1: What's up, everybody? Coming to you live. Gavin Viana getting married, having a bachelor party. We're in lovely Nashville, setting the scene here, getting started. This is your guest host, Big Liar. Yeah, it's nice. Like speaking on behalf of Gavin. Gavin's got a little vocal cord condition that we are monitoring, so he may speak in some of his activities, but we're gonna keep him quiet for right now. And uh, just getting you guys started. First off, just give giving you guys a little rundown of who's in attendance here. We got lots of family. We got Doug Brown, live. We got James Viano, representing the military. Andrew Brown, keeping it real. Philly correspondent Dan O'Brien making an appearance. We're down two gentlemen at the moment who will be arriving in due time. Alex, the aviator, and Mike, the contrarian, (laughs) Vianna. We're we're getting started early in Nashville here. Tell them about this place. All right, we got a little shout-out as our first stop, which we've not... We're not at right now, but the uh, peg leg porker is where we began our events. Delicious Nashville barbecue. Highly recommend for all the listeners. Well, Yes, there there was some physical activity of, of the more adventurous. Gavin's getting his workout in. So, uh, so yeah, so this is Big Ladder. We're going to give you some live updates as we are progressing through the weekend. Um, But this is Gavin's bachelor party, and this is the Filibuster Freestyle. You should call this episode Careless Whisper.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let me interject. So Big Lair turned to me after recording that, uh, and my cousin James tried to get involved, but he's too far from the mic. And Big Lair said, man, this is not working out the way I thought it would. And I just said, hey, Big Lair, you know you got to almost record people on the sly. Like, you don't want to put anybody in a bad situation, but you kind of want to get it going. And in a situation like that, everybody's natural reaction is to clam up. So anyway, good, good stuff, though, from Big Laugh. So the next one is probably a little bit more of that, but my guess is that it's further on in the night. And then I will... Well, I'll talk about the third vignette after that. But anyway, props to Big Laugh for getting things started there. Uh coming up vignette number two from a place called Robert's Western Bar which is on Broadway in Nashville and honestly probably the best like fairly authentic country music experience you can get on Broadway also the place that Larry did reference Peg Leg Porker and I had I think pointed him and told him to do so can't recommend that place enough in Nashville in the Gulch section of town <laughs>
1: All right, welcome to the Filibuster Freestyle. Big lad here, coming from our bachelor party night out. Unfortunately, we have not been recording some of the night up until this point because there was a very eventful night we've had. We are here and there are mostly the survivors of the bachelor party. We did lose one, party attendee who left early. And so uh, right now we are enjoying the lovely sounds in Nashville, a little country, a little honky-tonk. I'm here with Dougie Brown, Dan O'Brien, Ryan, and the man of the hour, Gavin Riano What's up, fans? And Gavin will be riding the baloney pony very soon. The baloney pony is in effect. and uh, I don't know what that is, but I'm in- <laughs> intrigued. So, just to catch you guys as a listener group up to our, our evening, we have been out and about, had some delicious hot chicken among the team, we came and went uh, oh, to Puckett's, exactly, then we transitioned to Broadway for some live music, caught some good bands, did a little uh, rocking and rollin. R.I.P. Dublin. R.I.P. And uh, Alex Viano has joined, joined the podcast. As you can see, it's, it's a little uh, hit or miss right now. We've got, we got many attendees. we got a lot of music. we got a lot of drinking. And uh, the Pillow of Freestyle is coming at you live from Nashville. This is Big Liar. And Gavin Viano wants to say hello to his lovely wife, Cindy, who's... Not in attendance. Give her a little
0: shout out. Yeah, usually the wife's coming to the parties.
1: We love Fuck you, Cynthia. <laughs> hot chicken, hot women, and light beer. And that, that pretty much up. Cindy, if I could, if I could trade, if now. I could train
2: my brother for you, I
1: would. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's so, so, as you see,
0: you
1: you're the sister. I never have. Now, you my now, now you're getting a little preview of the, the oh, best man speech, so enjoy that, that preview.
2: still
1: going. Uh, we'll we'll, reach, we'll re- come back to you in, uh, in a little bit. And now is where we talk about the dinner at Puckett's,
0: where we start going through every... Okay, as your buddy Gavin, again, spoiler alert, now is not when we start talking about our dinner at Puckett's. It was very good, though. For a cheap-ish good meal, I recommend Puckett's as well. Everywhere we went in Nashville was fantastic, including a place called Party Fowl, which I'm not sure if we cover in the third vignette or not. But as you can see, Big Lair dealing with a heck of a crowd there, dealing with live music and a live honky tonk. Um, What I tried to say, but my voice was so compromised, probably from a a few million lights, but also um, from the surgery, when Larry said, wish you were here, though... (laughs) Chief Finance Officer Cindy Harrington was not there. What I was trying to say was the wives don't usually come to the bachelor party. I think it just turned into the wives' little bachelor party. So clarifying what that was. Also, um, couple uh, couple great. Just want to comment on a couple of great throwaway comments from that that little section there. Uh, Dan O'Brien clearly uh, enjoying that Larry is is fighting the good fight with a couple of his offhanded comments. Um, No idea what the bologna pony was for James Viano reference. I do think he wanted a hot bologna sandwich, which they were making in the place that we were at, and they were very tasty. So we're going to go with that's exactly what that was. Um, My brother saying he would disown me so Cindy could be his biological sister versus just his sister-in-law. I think his intentions were good there. Really, really hot take, though. Really hot take that he made it a zero-sum game. Um, And Doug Brown off the top rope with a Nashville home of hot chicken, uh, similarly attractive women apparently, and uh, light beer. I mean, again, a hot take about hot chicken and the like. So uh, that actually wasn't terrible. <laughs> Plus you had some great uh, sultry country sounds coming from the band there at Roberts Western. Okay. The third and final installment that I'm about to play for you is um, day, well Sunday morning, watching football, getting ready to watch football. Uh, it's mostly I, I think the rec- I think the recording is just myself, Big Lair, and Dan O'Brien from Wine Wall and Dragons. Um, they did not know I was rec- excuse me I was recording um, again. Not going to put anybody's jobs or livelihood in the line here. It wasn't that big deal of a conversation anyway. It was a very typical, kind of like, we've had fun for the last two days. We're all waiting for a flight. We all want to watch our respective football teams play football. Let's go get a Bloody Mary and some breakfast. So um, I think this will probably be the most coherent conversation. Though, again, I haven't listened to the tape in a bit, and I will probably cut it up a little bit. But, um, again, filibuster freestyle, Big Lauer doing his best there. And now we'll, uh, we'll see what the third installment has. Blow it shouldn't have been, but Mike. <laughs> Mike is. Let's see. He didn't help that person be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he thought the mustache would be a good idea. And he, the drama with the steak. So what happened? He ordered like a more expensive steak.
1: His whole concept going into the, the dinner was like, I'm just gonna have some light things and maybe. And then somehow you mentioned maybe I could just like have half a steak with someone. I'm thinking like, yeah, that might not sound bad not eating a big whole steak. I won't be starving. Like I won't be so full and maybe, we, you know, we'll have a salad and split a steak. And then so we suggested that and then we were kind of agreed and then someone, someone threw in that two cents. We don't want to just you don't just split, split a, a fillet, but it's fillet. only eight ounces. Yeah, it was like. It was like, the waiter like, who was upselling you guys. No, but then it became like. I and then Mike was the like, you're covering. And then I'm like, this is getting. This. Then I, know, I saw where this was going. And I'm like, this is getting. Uh. You just do your own thing. You want to show it? brunch too?
0: Yo, yes.
2: Yeah. The brunch is
0: good. I just had a breakfast bowl. Oh, I mean, you did? Doing that. Oh. Sounds awesome. Um, I'm going to get avocado toast with an egg. Okay. What do about the egg? Overreason. Okay. And then, could I also get an order, like, uh, buffalo wings? You,
2: you want a buffalo-style that flavors yeah. so Because yeah. we have a lot of different flavors.
0: Oh, word, all right.
2: Like, honey sriracha is probably my oh, favorite. Oh, I'll take that. Okay, okay, that's really good. you want ranch or blue cheese? Blue cheese, please. Bone-in? Bone-in. Okay. Always good to have bone-in. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'll take the country fried chicken and, uh, and shit. We don't have that on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and biscuits.
1: That's it. That was good stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, big layer. I'll do the, uh, the breakfast bowl. We'll do sausage. Good call, I wanted to see that. And you
2: can also do, if you don't want meat, like I don't do meat, so yeah. I do the, um, well, do pork. Uh,
1: Gotta do pork. I'll do sausage. No pork. You can have avocado <laughs> instead, that's what I do. Well, you know actually I'm, I'm gonna do the avocado toast as well with that. All right,
2: so breakfast bowl with sausage. We'd be hungry. Yeah. And yeah. then avocado toast? Yeah, do you want egg on the avocado toast? Uh, no. How do you want
0: your egg in your breakfast roll? Would yeah. you... Did, how hot
1: did you go on that? Okay. Um, Medium.
2: And you want the, the fried chicken? fried chicken and
1: biscuits. Yeah, please. Oh. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much.
2: Um, That's a hell of an order, guys. Yeah, You guys can taste some of mine. I don't know if I'll be able to finish all. whole thing. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, pick at stuff. All right, so... All uh, right, Jeff, For Mike, real quick. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what happened, then I jumped in. I was like, I'll split because I... When you guys were going to split a filet, and I was like, you want to split a T-bone, Mike? He's like, yeah, I'll do that. So that was the plan. Split a T-bone, maybe get an appetizer as well as supplement. And then the guy started talking about the ribeye. Yeah. And Mike well, turned... He, the waiter introduced the waiter, the the wa- Yeah, the waiter introduced ribeye. And Mike lo- and Mike looks at me, and I was like, doing was like all right. So here's the ribeye. <laughs> and we don't really know what's going on, too, but the guy was the guy was a very soft talker, the waiter, stuff. But so I was like, oh Mike, how big's the ribeye that we're getting? Is we're getting a ribeye? Yeah. He was out to lunch. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, you just ordered it. He's like, I, I don't know. And then we went. Then he comes out to like go pick the steak, and they're like, it's four dollars an ounce, blah, blah blah. And they have a dozen steaks out there. Have to bone in, bone out, two so oh. different types of ribeye. And I was like, I don't care. It. And Mike's like, I don't even know. I, I, I go, just pick, you can just pick we'll have whatever, we'll split it. And I go, let's just do bone in. And he's like, I'll take that one. He points to the biggest one. I was like, all right, that, that's fine. $27 it's an just, hour. As long as you know that, that this is a $108 stick that we just never split We just, because <laughs> I
0: said to Alex or, or maybe Larry, uh, somebody on the way out, I'm like, it was like, five, Doug, 500 bucks, and mm-hmm. he was like try eight hundred, and I was like, oh, but I when the steak was the, when the steak was on, but even you know, even me, that's... even having
1: a forty dollars steak in a salad with three drinks, I mean, I mean, I, I would expect to pay a hundred dollars anyway. Like I would Oh I yeah,
0: and, we're and your scholarship
1: of and, and me, but so it's like, I don't feel like any of our meals were, were everything really to small. have yeah. and the steak was great. Forty to fifty dollars at lunch, and a hundred dollars for one nice dinner. That was fine, and we drank. We all bought drinks, and so like it wasn't a terrible weekend money wise.
0: Well, you know, you go in for the for the, mat-
1: the afternoon,
2: and everybody's just in a better mood. That's what we were saying. I was saying, Larry, we're not Friday, Saturday nights. No, we're too Can't old for that it. crap. Can't do it. That's not our crew. No, we're but
0: like we're like hey, we're decent you know. people. Thank you. We'll chat way. you up. Mm-hmm. We'll spend a few bucks
1: in hey, case you want to share those.
0: Plans? Yeah, I will do. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. So are we gonna man up and have an enough- okay? So that's where it ends. Uh, our bartender was about to ask. Larry, if he was going to man up and have an alcoholic beverage with his water and breakfast. Uh, he said no. Dan O'Brien did relent and say yes, and he joined me in a lovely Guinness, uh, which you just can't go wrong the day after, or the day after a couple couple hard days with a Guinness, just to kind of save face. You want to sit at the bar. You want to see the TVs. You want to watch your games. You know that the bartender is going to like you a lot better if you at least feign that you're interested in having alcoholic beverages. So you get a Guinness, you nurse it, maybe you have a second, you have your meal, you watch the first half of football, you go to the hotel, not airport, excuse me, sorry, or the hotel. Depends on what day it is, right? Okay, couple things about that bartender. She was fantastic. I left in the order when she kind of came in. It kind of made it feel like natural. But I had to cut out a part where one of her colleagues started talking to her Right after Dan ordered and right before Larry ordered, and it would have been like a 45 to second to a minute of him muttering something, and then I'm trying to like keep the thing going about Mike, my cousin, and the steak. I want to hit a couple things though. Can't beat Nashville. The restaurant we went to for our nice dinner was called Southern Oyster and Steak, it was fantastic. Um, It is $4 an ounce and somehow my cousin went from trying to share a small steak with Larry to ditching Larry mid-order for Dan, going with the biggest, most expensive steak possible aside from like a tomahawk and having no idea what he just did. And he wasn't even like inebriated or like in a weird spot. I just think the way they were doing it and what he was trying to do, I think he got a little too crafty and the rest was the rest. Final fun fact, our bartender, and I cannot remember her name. She claims that she is the subject of a song called a country song called Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off, which was written, I think, in the '90s. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. Crack Research Team is on vacation um, for the holiday. Obviously, it's Christmas Eve. I'm literally typing it into the phone in terms of just kind of looking at some um, Spotify who sings this song, and I'm going to tell you in a second. But her claim. Oh, it's a country, country singer named Joe Nichols. Her claim is that back in the 90s, when she came to Nashville, they dated, and the song's about her. Now, I don't know if it is or isn't, but that is a bold claim, considering we were not drinking tequila. And I don't know how that came up, because the song didn't come on, but she somehow got that in there, which leads me to believe that either she says that all the time, because it's not true, but she figures who can prove otherwise, or I choose to believe maybe it is true. Anyway, that is the Nashville sights and sounds filibuster freestyle. I think I'm going to make this a best man speech kind of adjunct podcast as well. It kind of goes into the whole, you know, marriage, best man speech, bachelor party piece. I do look forward to my brother Alex's bachelor. Sorry. The bachelor party's done. Best man speech for my own wedding, uh, which is coming up in January 2020. There's a chance that Big Lair might try to do a wedding podcast. Um, My guess is it will similarly need to be cut up. But what the heck? We tried something here. We got the old editing dust uh, juices out, dusted off the old editing machine, and um, brought to you by GarageBand. But anyway, Filibuster Freestyle wishes you all a happy holiday season. It's Hanukkah as I speak, so happy Hanukkah. Uh, to everybody who celebrates any other kind of winter, holiday, solstice, etc., Kwanzaa, to name a, f- a couple, um, enjoy. Obviously, Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Christmas Eve to everybody as well. And we'll definitely see you before the new year. So, thanks for listening, as always, to the Filibuster Freestyle.